When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone. So I am finally able to sit down and record this latest episode. I had such a difficult time recording this week. There's been some construction going on around me. So it's just been really, really noisy and loud. And I didn't want that in the background because that would annoy me. And so I know it would annoy you. So I finally have some peace and quiet. So now I'm going to um, give you my first impressions episode of the lovers of the red sky or lovers of the red sky or just red sky. I've seen it so many ways online so I think I'm just gonna call it red sky for short but I um you know I want to blame my construction going on for me being behind in recording this episode but honestly that's not all the way the truth (laughs) so technically I was I, I usually do my first impression episodes right after episodes um like watching the first two episodes I did that with Red Sky, and then um, I was confused. I was just so confused. I had no idea what was going on. I, I think I was a little shocked by what I watched, so much so that I just was like, I'm not taking any of this in. So, yeah, I was confused after watching the first two episodes. So I was not in any position to to really do a first impressions episode after that because all I was going to say was basically, hey... I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know what that means. And that would have been my first impressions. So this is my first impression still, but with the addition of um, watching two more episodes, episodes three and four, (laughs) because I needed it. I really did so that I can kind of make sense of like, what is really going on? Um, What are we going to really be dealing with? And, you know, who are these characters? And like, do I even care about them? That kind of thing. So yeah, this is the first impressions of Red Sky after watching four episodes because the first two just threw me for a loop. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm going to do my best to kind of give you a little quick synopsis of what this drama seems to be about after watching four episodes. Um, There are a lot of different players in this drama, um, so I'm not going to try to list and name all of them. Just know that there's a lot of people, a lot of moving pieces in and out of this drama but I'm going to try to focus in on just kind of like our main characters like our main kind of four people that I think are the most important and then like that should be enough I think for a quick synopsis (laughs) and then I'll get into kind of like what these first two episodes kind of did for me and like what am I going to do as far as continuing to watch it and all that kind of good stuff so Let's go ahead and jump into the quick synopsis. Um, Yeah, so before I even really do a quick synopsis, I do want to say that the first two episodes, right off the gate, like episode one, 
it immediately reminded me of the kind of, I don't know if it was 2020 or 2019, but Arthal Chronicles with um, Sung Joo Ki. It reminded me of that, not because it's really the same by any means, but there was this kind of like common concept that I, I've noticed that was in Arthal Chronicles. And maybe there's an other kind of like, I think, historical fantasy-esque dramas. Um, and it was this concept of like these kind of like spirits <laughs> being involved in the human world um, and like God being involved in the human world and, you know, that kind of concept. But then there's also this this idea that there is kind of like a good a good God, an evil God, and then like a God in the middle who like keeps them both in balance or in control kind of thing. And, you know, if anything happens to that one God, then, whoa, what are we going to do? You know, that kind of thing. So that's one of the similar things that I noticed immediately from this first kind of watch, um, the first couple episodes of Red Sky. It had the kind of thing where you, it starts with these experiences, these guys, and, you got to know, understand the concept that there's going to be um, a good, there's going to be an evil, and there's going to be someone who's keeping them in check and keeping them in balance so that the, the human world remains in balance. Um, and so, you know, it's like, you, know, you got to have the good, you got to have the bad, and you take them both, and, you know, there you have the facts of life. So that's what I was reminded of in the first episode, is that we're going to start with that kind of idea that there's gods and they are interacting, it's gods and spirits, and they're interacting with the human world, and da-da-da-da. So that's the first thing I wanted to get out the way, because that's going to be a part of the synopsis. <laughs> so when you start the drama, you're basically um, thrown into an exorcism, like straight out the gate. Like there's an exorcism happening. Um, it is because you have this demon king or this like demon god who basically is the bad spirit. And then, like I said, there's a the good, there's a the bad, and then there's the, the, the god that keeps you in check, who's in the middle. So there's this kind of evil demon king demon god who comes down and possesses like the king um whenever he gets the chance like that's what he goes and does and right out the gate and when I was watching this first episode I was like what did I think this drama was about because boy when a huge CGI demon showed up I was taken for a, a loop. I was like, wait, I, what? Why is there a demon on the screen right now? I had no idea that was a concept that we were going for. And I need to stop doing that. Maybe when I see like posters and I'm hearing about teasers and things of like dramas, I don't go and dig a little bit deeper as far as like the sometimes not even the like the quick plot like I don't even read further into it I just see like the the teaser or I see like the poster and I'm like oh I like that imagery I like the actors who are in it I'm gonna watch it and I don't give myself any room to like read ahead and then find out that there's something in it that I possibly will not like because I think that's how I am able to consume so many dramas because I feel like I'm a quite and I was talking with I was talking to my um 
K-Drama Friends uh, Squash. <laughs> Shout out to Squash. I, w- I was talking to her about this the other day because I realized that I am a very picky person. I mean, I'm a picky eater. I'm a picky, you know, whatever. I'm picky. And I'm about the uh, same way with my dramas. I find out there's one little thing that I'm not interested in or one little thing that I may not like. And that will be enough for me to say, you know what, I'm going to pass on this drama. I'll wait. I'm not going to watch this right now. And that's not always fair to the drama, honestly, because just because I'm picky doesn't mean the drama's not good or whatever. And not, or even that I will get over the little small detail that I may have thought was definitely a, a deal breaker. So I always need to, you know, I need to give my give myself a chance to like something. And so to do so, I just completely go in blind a lot of times into a lot of these dramas. I just jump in after I see who's in it, after I see a, a, a nice little poster, a teaser. I'm like, you know what? Let me just see what, what happens. And sometimes that works out really, really good for me. And it's just like fun and it's great. And I'm like, I'm so glad I gave it this a chance. I had no idea, you know, and it's just lovely. Um, one of the examples of that would be The Devil Judge. And yes, I will bring this that drama up as much as I can until the, I can't stop talking about it. Uh, but yeah, that was how I experienced The Devil Judge. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to watch that. It's about the devil incarnate, reincarnated. And I was like, I'm not watching that. Not at all what this drama is about. Um, spoiler alert. Um, and it's my favorite drama of the year so far. So that's why I'm like, I do this for a reason. My madness of like not knowing what a drama is even about before starting it is important. Um, I need to do that. I did that with Red Sky. Had no idea what this drama was about. I'm serious. Even looking at the little quick teaser, I had no idea. I had no idea. And so when I, like I said, started this first episode and there was an exorcism and a CGI demon, I thought, what the heck am I watching? I literally thought that. I was like, wait a second, I'm not watching this. I thought immediately, like, why? What? Um, and so it it was a little, I was taken back and a little turned off. I'm going to be honest. I was like, mm, don't know if I want to watch this. I, maybe I picked the wrong one. I shouldn't have got my expectations up that I, this was going to be something I really was going to want to watch. La, 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 la. So that first episode took me for a loop, but sorry that that was completely off base. I was supposed to be doing synopsis. So basically, when you enter into the story where there is an exorcism happening, where they're basically trying to exorcise this demon king or, you know, demon god from the current king. When he is possessed, when the king is possessed by this demon, um, he is usually turned evil and turned and goes, you know, spirals into madness so much so that he just, there's bloodshed all over his kingdom. He's just killing people for no reason. And there's drought, there's, you know, there's famine, people are dying. And this is all kind of like what happens when you are, when the king is possessed by this demon king. At this point, they're trying to get that thing out of the king. <laughs> and that's where we enter into the story. They're exercising this CGI demon. Um, while they're doing that, this exorcism, there is a woman who is basically in the woods giving birth to her, to a daughter. 
while she's giving birth to her daughter, she unfortunately passes away. But before she does pass away, she like calls out to the gods, um, and, and specifically Samshim. Samshim is the god who is the one that I said keeps the balance in between like the good and the evil. You gotta have some assumption there to make sure that you know no nothing gets completely out of whack. So she keeps everything in balance. Um, and when she is called out to, she appears after the mother dies and the baby is you know about to be eaten by wolves. She saves the little child and she notices that this child is special. And she takes this child right into her arms, right? Um, and then she also notices that this is while the exorcism is going on. So she thinks she needs to go and help. So assumption, she shows up at the exorcism. Well, she doesn't show up, show up, but she's like in the woods, in the the air, (laughs) flying above. And she steps in to help with the exorcism and get this demon king exercise. The, the key about this demon king is that he does not die. He cannot die. He never dies. That's because you need good and you need evil, right? So he's not supposed to be like disappear from the world. He has to be somewhere at all times. So if you take him out of the king, you got to put him somewhere. They believe that you can put him, trap him in a portrait of the the current king and that will be where you can hide him and keep him locked up so while the exorcism is going on a baby is being born sam shim is saving the baby um there are also painters, two painters, one specifically kind of like master um, painter who is also in the kingdom at the same time, finishing the portrait of the king. And only very, only specific, you know, artists can produce this type of painting, this painting that would be able to trap the demon king. So this is a very important person, this painter. And he is finishing up the last touches of this painting. And while that is happening, the demon king is is, is being removed from the king's body and he's, you know, spiraling out of control. He's trying to like find someone else to 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 go inside and he can't and he, you know, he's freaking out. And he ends up going to where the painters are. And there he kind of like, you know, disturbs them to the point where like the the master painter loses his mind um but the painting is done so they are able to take that painting and with sam shim and her holding little baby she takes you know her powers and she helps them take the demon king and place him inside of the king's portrait so that is kind of like the introduction into this drama, this exorcism and this demon king and Sam Shim and this little girl being born. So you fast forward and the little, basically when this happens, the little girl has to lose her eyesight at this point um, because she's involved, like she's literally in the arms of Sam Shim while she's, you know, while this exorcism is happening. And so she loses her eyesight. Um, but, you know, she's still a gifted young girl when she grows up. So basically, time fast forward, the king, a new king has come to the throne and the, you know, the, the demon has been locked away for many, many years. Um, but you do, we do meet two young children. One is the little girl who was born the night of the exorcism. And one is a, another little boy, is a, is a boy who is the son of the guy who basically was performing the exorcism at that time, that very night, um, years and years ago. So they are young kids and, you know, one is blind, the little girl is blind. And the little boy has basically been 
been blessed or gifted with like the kind of gift of water so he is able to kind of call on water he is like you know he has a gift of finding water because they're in a drought and famine because before the demon king was completely um, exercised he did curse the kingdom and the the future king and basically famine and drought is a thing that takes place years after he's locked away so this little boy has the gift to kind of like know where the water is you know he just has the gift of water and he is spotted by kind of the kingdom's um you know in-house shaman you know shamans are like the kind of witch-like women um in this kind of Joseon dynasty or I don't even know it's Joseon Han dynasty era and she notices this little boy who has this gift and she's like we need him to end this drought we need rain we need to perform a you know ritual a rain ritual so that we can call on this rain we need that little boy she finds out that that little boy is the son of the you know the um old um in-house kingdom shaman the guy who did the initial exorcism she finds out that's his son and she's like I tried to kill you on that night I understand that whatever I need your son and he's like no but they kind of like order it the kingdom orders it so he has to give his son away and they kind of like go into town I mean go into the, the palace to um to take part in this ritual that his son will be able to help with and along the way the two kids run into each other they meet each other for the first time and this is something that is faded this is something that was supposed to happen these two are supposed to meet um and they do and they have a cute little first meeting and and the thing you have to notice that this little first meeting is something that they recall on as adults so you this first meeting is supposed to be really really important um but they meet um while the little boy is on his way into the palace to perform this ritual what we also find out is that the little girl um who is blind and who was born that night of the exorcism she is the daughter of the painter the master painter who during that fateful exorcism had actually created the portrait of the king that the current kind of demon king is being <laughs> is living inside of right now and he lost his mind he, he he spiraled into madness after that he can no longer paint um but you know she still watches over her father she still takes care of him but you know she is blind at this time and she's you know doing her best as a little girl to take care of her father and you know he again you know he's just not who he used to be but because she is related to her father she has this gift of being a painter and artist as well and we get to see that um later on in the future so yeah okay so basically that's our introduction to our main characters the little girl's name is hong um chung ki she is played by kim yu jung the magnificent kim yu jung oh my gosh adore her um and the little boy um his name is young i'm uh, sorry his name is harang and ram haram and he's played by on hyuk soap as an adult and then um and so those are our kind of our interests to those two when they're younger. The major thing that happens, though, in this kind of first two episodes, and I'm again, I'm not going, this is just so I can provide the synopsis, but basically he helps, the little boy helps with the festival um, to bring rain and through the process of 
some things that were beyond his control. He ends up being um, possessed again. He he ends up being possessed by the Demon King. So stuff, stuff happens at this festival in the palace the same time that, you know, these little kids just met. This little boy is going in to help perform this little rain festival uh, ritual. And in the process, he ends up being the one possessed with Madong, which is the name of the Demon King. Um, <laughs> so, and the thing that happens is that Samshim, you know, notices that, you know, this is what happens. And she thinks this is the right thing to do. The you know, Samshin's the, you know, the god of balance. She traps him inside the little boy and she seals him with a little seal this is a I was I I'm I'm sorry, but she seals this kind of demon into the little boy with a little butterfly tattoo on the back of his neck. I'm not kidding. Dead serious. I was like, really can I I haven't seen so many butterflies ever as a motif in a drama more than I have this year. I mean, butterfly after butterfly after butterfly. But yeah, so there's like a little butterfly tattoo thing on the back of the little boy's neck. Um, and she also takes his sight. And in taking his sight, she takes his, and she takes, she says like she takes his eyes and she gives it to the little girl who is blind, uh, which is Chunky. So basically they switch kind of, in that he now is blind um, growing up and she has been blessed with sight all of a sudden at this, you know, after being blind her, since birth. So that was, you know, a, a weird thing that I didn't think was going to happen. But yeah, so she's no longer blind. He ends up being blind, but he is now um, also not possessed. I want to say he's not possessed because he's not being controlled by the demon king, but he is housing the demon king. Again, confusing. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. How is he not able to be completely taken over by the demon king? I don't know. I have no idea. You tell me. Again, confusion. So (laughs) that's basically the story. We have, I mean... Okay, no, that's not the story. Let me let me not say that. That's not the story. But you basically have these two faded um, uh, people, Chunky and Hadam, who met at a young age, have been kind of in between this palace spirit demon world, um, and they kind of are like, you know, been gifted, one with the skill of painting, artistry. Um, which is Chunky, and then also someone he is not only you know that had that kind of water gift. He also is good with astrology. He is astronomer. He can read the stars and kind of predict the future. And this is all kind of things that he has been gifted with. Um, And yeah, so they grow up and they will meet again. (laughs) But the the thing that I did know is that I want to know is that this story um, has some kind of base in fact, um, a historical fact, um, and that the female painter, this genius female painter, is actually based off of a real woman, a real person in history in, um, in Korea. And it was rare for this woman to be a part of this kind of prestigious royal like um, artist or painter academy at the time. She was the only woman who was allowed in this academy during that time. So that is something that is true, I believe, from this not from this story, is that this 
this young woman, Chunky, is based off of an actual real person who was a genius painter, the only woman who was able to be a student in this Royal Academy um, during that time. So yeah, that's it. This drama is fantastical. There's um there's you know gonna be romance there's demons there's gods there's spirits um there's exorcisms and seances you know like it's all of there there's it's there but then there's also palace intrigue where there's a king there's there's princes who are basically vying for the the actual um crown or the seat um, at the throne and so you have these who will be probably be using the demon king at some point probably to to take over the the throne but you know we don't know I don't know okay so sorry for that very long choppy weird synopsis um but that's my experience of this drama I'm 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 sorry that's my experience of watching the first two episodes and even into the first and then the next two episodes so I was confused it was weird it was it was to me I don't think they structured the backstory properly I know that sounds weird but like we jump in immediately like I said and it's like in the thick of things there's no build-up there's no lead-up it's like whoa we're we're in it right and so when you're in it like that, you're trying to understand, like, why should I be caring about this? Like, why is this important? Like, what does this all mean? And then while you're trying to figure that stuff out, they're already switching to the next kind of like time jump. And now we need to care about these characters after this big thing that I didn't even understand what was happening. You know, so I don't like when things are structured that way. Like, for example, when they did the scene where the ritual took place the rain ritual took place and then I had already met the little kids and I knew more about them and then when the kind of debacle happened at the the festival I did care more about the characters at that point so I understood like this was a big thing when all this bad stuff started happening I you know I felt for them but that that first episode like the first half of the episode was like what why why did we do it this way you know I don't know it was weird to me so I I got past those first two episodes and I'm, you know, I'm glad I did because I was confused. I wasn't caring that much about the characters to the point where it was like, there's a lot of things happening that seem very dramatic and very important, but like, I don't know these characters yet. I don't, I have not, I'm not invested in them yet. I don't know if that's a fault of the drama itself that they didn't make me invested in the, those, those characters so soon uh, or soon enough, but it was rough those first two episodes. Episodes three and four, though, did give us a little bit more life because we are, you know, dealing with the adult uh, versions of our little ones that we met in the first two episodes. So that was good. But, you know, it still had this this sense of like, do we, who, how, who, what are people's motivations? Because, for example, apparently... Um, Hadam, we find out, like, and I think episode three, I don't know. We find out that his father is murdered in front of him at some point, And he's, like, swept away into the palace. And he has a revenge plot that he's trying to, to fill, live out because he wants to get back at someone. And I don't know who he's trying to get back at. That's the thing. Like, I still haven't figured it out. I know he's trying to, he's in the palace, the king, you know, looks to him as a trusted advisor and all of that and I'm assuming he's trying to get back at the king I don't know 
I don't, okay, yeah, I think that's what he's trying to do. But at the same time, that revenge plot, I'm not invested in it, yet that's, like, his whole character right now. It's like he's basically doing, living a double life so that he can exact revenge on the palace and the king. Again, I need a little bit more to get behind that. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Sorry. Um, and then you have Chunky, who I do, I do already kind of really connect with um, because, again, we see her when she's born. We see her, you know, blind. We see her dealing with her father. And, you know, and she's like a little go-getter. She wants to be a, she's a painter. She's talented. She's skilled. She does what she needs to do to get money to support her father and provide medicine for him. She's willing to, you know, she's a little gullible. She'll, she'll do whatever she needs to do to get what she wants. But then she'll, that also means to kind of believe anything, you know, so she's easily tricked sometimes, but she's also very, you know, witty um and and she stands up for herself she's she lives like I said she lives practically by herself because her father just is kind of you know in the marketplace painting um and she stays with stays in the academy with all these other men (laughs) and and then like the servant women but like she you know she's just you know making it on her own so she I have really I can have already connected with I like her she's the typical you know you want a nice spunky female lead she's it um but she's also super you know funny as well super super cute uh so her interactions when we meet you know when we see her meet Hadam as an adult you know even those are very kind of like funny and you know quirky and cute um he's a little stale for me he's a little dry for me I mean he is possessed by a demon technically so you know I give him some leeway but I'm not enthralled uh, with his character just yet um instead you have another prince uh, there's two like I said there's two princes uh, princes two princes not princesses but two princes that are also main characters in this story and one of them is prince um Yang Myung or they call him Yi Yul I believe for short and he's played by Gong Myung and he you can see when he gets introduced he's connected to Haram he knows Haram but he's also like this kind of renaissance man, uh, renaissance prince where he's an artist, a writer, you know, he's a painter, you know, he's all of that. And he is involved in the art. And so he puts on a festival every year for artists, local artists, I mean, not local, but artists around the country coming in and, and, you know, they win a prize or whatever. And so he is involved in that kind of painter world where, you know, he runs into Chunky as well. Um, but their first meeting is super cute and super funny and he is a little weird and he's a little off and but he's he's fun like I like when I see him on screen like he's really really cute so I don't know I don't I hate when that happens when I know who my lead is out the gate I know who I'm supposed to be rooting for and then they don't give me what I want from them and then I'm eyeing the second male lead you know I don't like that I don't like that at all. And I feel like that's what they've already started to do with these like episodes three and four. I'm like trying not to like turn my eyes towards um, <laughs> the prince uh, because I know I'm supposed to be caring about my demon, you know, Haram. But it it's like not working just 
it's not working that well. <laughs> but I think he's coming into his own because I feel like, you know how those characters are when they're blinded by their revenge. I mean, no pun intended, he is really blind. But um, as like, for, they only know their revenge and their revenge plot and that's their focus. You can tell now that he has started to meet Chunky um, multiple times. Um, he, he, he keeps running into her and he starts to connect that she is the little girl that he knew when they were younger and things like that. Um, but the more he, you know, she come, becomes involved in his life, you start to see him, you know, you get to see his, his little little cute side. And I, I do like that. So I always feel like, I don't like when they have, you have to wait until they meet or you have to wait until he you know, falls in love for him to kind of become this like, you know, adorable, cute, likable character. Like, I I don't, I don't like when that has to happen. Like you can give him a little bit of that before, um, the love story starts taking place, but you know, but he was at a little, as a little boy, he was really, really adorable. You know, like that was cute, but I don't know. Obviously he has been through a lot since then and he has been jaded and things have, you know, not gone his way. So, you know, it's excusable, but at the same time, he just wasn't as likable as I thought he was going to be off the gate. Um, so yeah. So yeah. (laughs) I mean, at the end of episode four, I did, you know, notice that I was like, okay, I'm going to keep watching this because I am liking, like I said, the interactions that Chunky and Hadam and even the prince are all having together. Like they had a couple of scenes that, with all of them involved. And so I'm like, I'm liking that kind of dy- dynamic as well. So I'm really, really invested in that. I'm also invested in Chunky and like her, um, her path into her kind of artistry because they're looking for that divine painter again because they notice that the 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 hot the demon king has kind of made like some kind of return and so they need to find the a divine painter who can do the portrait for the king again so that they can if they find the the demon king they can you know put him back into the little painting so i am i'm excited to kind of see chunky become that divine painter and like her being chosen as that and her being put in this kind of very difficult situation um where she has to you know basically i mean not even difficult but like unsafe situation where she's interacting with um this demon i mean she's literally interacting with him by interacting with haram but you know if there's gonna have to be another like exorcism-esque thing um you know she's gonna be right in the path of that like her father was which is why he you know ended up turning mad so you know it's it, I'm, I'm ready to see that I think I'm gonna be really interested to watch her kind of path into being noticed as a divine um painter but yes overall I'm I'm okay with the drama thus far after I got through the first two episodes and being confused I will I say that I'm completely able to understand what's happening still no I'm not I feel like there's a lot of characters coming in and out that I'm like I don't know if I should know about care about them if they're important I'm like how many episodes is this drama gonna be you know like the way they're like throwing in characters and and stuff like that I'm like is it supposed to be a 20 episode or 16 episode like it looks like it's gonna you know there's a lot to this story so I'm just trying to get myself acclimated I still feel like I need a little bit more time with this drama to fully say if I'm liking it and enjoying it I feel like I'm, I'm a little invested in one of you know in Chunky's character and 
that's enough for me to keep watching. But do I like this drama yet? I'm not sure I do. Um, <laughs> am I enjoying it? I don't know. I really don't know. I I, I think that there's some some things that I feel like it's just missing, and I I don't know if it's just because it's just the beginning. It's a slow pickup, um, and then all of a sudden it's going to show up, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. You know, I don't know. So I invested enough to keep watching but can I rant and rave about this just yet and say yeah definitely drop everything that you're watching to drop this to watch this drama no I don't feel that way just yet um about Red Sky um maybe it it will just make take a turn it will become like the best thing ever and then I will have to come back on here and do like a midpoint impressions or something like that and completely eat all my words and say this is the best thing I've ever watched maybe um, but right now I'm just, I'm just episode, one episode at a time. I think with this drama, I'm not completely sold on it. Um, trying, I'm, I really am. And we'll see. We'll see. Sorry, this couldn't be like the best, um, like first impressions of a drama because I really was confused and I still am a little confused. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, but yeah, it's a lot going on in this drama and I don't know if it's all a lot of good stuff and that's the problem, I guess. But you know, to each his own, other people may be really enjoying this drama right now and that's fair, but I got to give it some more time and if my... I, you know, if my mood completely switches on this drama, I will update you all. Don't worry. So yeah, that, but that's, that's really all I got for you. Those are my first impressions. I wish there was more I could give you. Um, is it beautiful to watch? Yes. Very beautiful. It does not disappoint, but sometimes the CGI, the demon, the little CGI stuff can be a little bit much. Um, just going to say that. <laughs> But overall, it's really beautiful, of course. And my girl, oh, Yu Jung is gorgeous. I can watch her in anything, like especially in historical dramas, like her and like traditional clothing and like her hair pulled back. Oh my goodness, gore or gorgeous. I love her. So yes, beautiful drama to look at if you just want to look at something really pretty. Um, this will be the drama when you're not looking at a demon king. So there, that's good. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So thank you. That's all for this episode, guys. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.